What is going on, producer Eric? There you are. Yep. Yeah, um, I'm in the middle of like doing some dishes, having to reload the dishwasher oh. with some dirty dishes. Oh, there you go. We have a few minutes to do some dishes. I'm having to load up the dishwasher. John, John Gale has a very familiar uh, picture. Oh, wait. Never mind. It must be my computer. It had your uh, it had your photo on his thing. That's weird. There, now oh, it I don't know what is going on, John. Um, because oh. I know like the real the real John Gale, you know, I mean would would not be st- stealing my pick. That that that's yeah, the real John no. Gale. Yeah, it's the real one. I think it was a, a Podbean malfunction or something. I noticed that recently, too. I know, my gosh. What is going on with Podbean? I was listening to another show, and the audio was just horrible. I know. I I was just over there, too. I'm hoping they're not doing that to me. I mean, it's our last show for at least a regularly scheduled one, at least for a while. Uh, John said maybe his face is malfunctioning. That could be depending on how much turkey you ate yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was uh, Turkey Day. Hopefully, you, uh, my favorite part, uh, you know, Turkey, uh, more importantly, the uh, green bean casserole. Pulp. I, uh-huh. eat that day. Oh. I think it's very. Uh, oh my god, don't drop all the dishes. That was utensil falling in the sink. Oh. And, um, and then I'm moving a big bowl to the dishwasher, too. Oh my god. Sounds like you uh, cooked your ass off. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my goodness. CWK. I'd love to know what the hell that name stands for. All those initials. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of letters. Anyways, we'll get the uh, show started in about, uh, looks like about a minute and a half or so. So if you haven't gotten a cup of Joe or cracked open a nice ice cold one, now's the time to do that. Kind of, uh, I was actually listening uh, a little bit more about the. Uh, I don't know why they call it the Ahmad Arbery trial when he wasn't the one on trial. It was the McMichaels that were on trial? But I was reading into that a little bit more. And I actually have. I don't know. I I have some mixed emotions on how that went. Only because basically the judge basically allowed the jury to decide what to choose as far as you know, what constitutes a citizen's arrest. So I thought that was kind of interesting. After reading about it, I really think, uh, and I'm not saying they were in the right or in the wrong. I'm just going based off of what their laws are. But I think they, the uh, McMichaels have a pretty good shot at a retrial. If I am understanding their laws. So that's interesting. Anyways. 
<sighs> I don't know. John, did you cook uh, Thanksgiving dinner or did you attend? Were you an attendee? I got to be uh, on the attendee par- portion of things yesterday, so that was good. I was excited about that. Live from Southern California, California. it's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Thursday. Oh, no, Friday. Yeah, Thursday was yesterday. My God, how could I mix up? I mean, after all, uh, today is, uh, um, I, I, yeah, I'll say it. It's, it's Black Friday. Yes. So, congratulations. Just, just keep in mind all Fridays. Holiday shopping. That it is very true. Or, you know, for those uh, people that just like to go out and buy shit for themselves, uh, it's a fantastic day. Generally speaking, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I haven't been browsing the ads or anything like that. So I don't know what the hell's on sale. But uh, today's a great day to pick up on deals and all that. And, you know, this time of year, I always like to joke around, uh, you know, just keep in mind that all Fridays matter, not just Black Fridays, because Fridays are. The entry to most people's weekends. But anyways, if you uh, went out and enjoyed the crowds and all that crap and decided to, uh, you know, try to race to the neighborhood market or the neighborhood malls and beat your neighbors out of the good deals, I would love to hear what you grabbed today. I mean, the only thing I would have loved to have gotten was something I've been looking for for the past year, which is like an Xbox Series X or, you know, a PlayStation 5, but... You can't find those anywhere except Amazon, where you have to pay like 200% of what the retail value is. But uh, anyways, if you got anything fun and exciting, it's, you know, today's always a good day to go out and run out and get a big, big screen TV if you got the cash for that. But uh, yeah, the, all the, <laughs> John in the chat says all the uh, video game systems are stuck all in the ports. Well, and speaking of that, John, um, I was thinking, I, I ran across a story this afternoon and our good friend Jeremy Cummings uh, came to mind. Um, there was a report that I had read, and I'm trying to find it really quickly, that over in Alabama, there's they found like shitloads of, I think, FedEx packages or something like that, just dumped in a ravine somewhere. And uh, so, yeah, hundreds, hundreds of FedEx packages were fo- uh, found tossed in an Alabama ravine. That's what the local sheriff said over there. Um, it was, let's see, Blount County, wherever the hell that is, at uh, some 40 miles northeast of Birmingham. Deputies responded Wednesday to a ravine on private property where they've discovered three to 400 FedEx packages. So, you know, if your uh, kids are looking for their Christmas presents under the tree, uh, you know where they went. <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird. It'd be interesting to know, uh, figure out how they got there. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah. If you uh, have a delayed FedEx package, uh, you might want to call Jeremy Cummings up and ask him to go uh, check out what's been found. Maybe he'll find it. John thinks the uh, FedEx driver had to make room for his his van mistress. (laughs) (laughs) 
that could be i've i've heard you know what i've heard some interesting stories about amazon drivers and their vehicles i'm just saying don't know what goes on you know they you know if you've seen an amazon van or truck they got a pretty decent amount of room back there if you know what i mean but anyways i'll digress from that um hopefully you all had a fantastic thanksgiving uh, as uh, the show notes uh, said, tonight is going to be our last show of the year that is scheduled. Uh, that doesn't mean we won't be on here and there uh, throughout the month of December. But as far as a regularly broadcasted show, Monday through Friday, uh, we'll be taking uh, a little hiatus until we get everything settled down out there. So tonight as is unfortunately, yeah, I know, I know. It'll just give you guys that much more time to miss me. But uh, I will be around. You can always check out the Twitter twatter at uh, Slightly Serious or head over to, um, where else? I guess Instagram, although I don't, you know, follow uh, Big Sexy on Instagram uh, to continue to see uh, if he's back to cooking yet or not over at dumpling underscore 619. But you can always uh, send emails to me at slightly serious show at gmail.com in addition to We'll probably, during our hiatus, be posting a hell of a lot more content on the website. So I'll be uh, jotting down. Instead of listening to me bitch and complain about things, I'll be writing about them. So you can follow me over there and uh, at the website, which I haven't been there lately. Uh, Let me make sure it's still around, uh, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, You can uh, check that out at slightlyshow.com and uh, read up on editorials and stuff like that. Producer Eric, how the hell was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a nice, enjoyable evening? Um, um, my Thanksgiving yesterday was very good. He sauce. Well, that's good. You have some turkey and some cranberries. That's yes. the one. That's the one thing you didn't have this year. I didn't have any cranberries. Um, green bean casserole. Um, no collard mm. greens though. I didn't have collard greens either, which I'm okay with. I'm more concerned about the cranberries. Uh-huh. But uh, good to, so uh, squash casserole hope, is really good this year. Squash. I've never had squash casserole, but I'm not a big fan of squash. And then there was ham too. Oh, see, that was the one thing and, I was disappointed in last night at my father's house. Um, the damn ham was cold. I mean, I'm okay with co- with ham that's cold if it's like for you know ham sandwiches, but not for Thanksgiving dinner. For God's sake, why isn't it warmed up? Anyways, I digress. <laughs> so you had ham. Uh, you had dinner rolls and all that. Yes, had that, and then, and then like on the dessert, you, you had like peach cobbler. You had um, pumpkin pie, um, berry cheesecake. Um, berry cheesecake that, sounds good. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I think, that, and then that I think they had a sweet potato souffle casserole, but don't think it had the marshmallows in it. It had like pecans. Oh, that sounds interesting. I've never had that. Uh, the desserts that we had, uh, at least that I partook in, uh, there was a chocolate mousse cake with Oreo cr- uh, crust. I, I didn't get a chance to eat that because I was getting mm-hmm. the st- I was getting the stink eye from Big Sexy because I already had two slices of the banana cream pie and um, what else did I have? I think I had an apple pie. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, he's he's wanting to keep you on a diet or something. He's always trying to do something. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I think when we when I had like a another Thanksgiving get together like last Saturday, uh, there was this delicious looking uh, peanut butter pie. But too bad I didn't get to get a slice. But um, there there's always next time. 
Oh, peanut butter pie. I'd be all over that. That's that's uh, that's like. I, well, I know how to make peanut butter pie using like peanut butter and um, whipped cream, like mixing that together along with a couple other ingredients and and then getting like the graham cracker like pie shell for it or, or a chocolate pie shell. That sounds good. What the hell sauce? What the hell is chitterlings? A chitterlings pancake. Chitterlings sound like bugs. <laughs> um, that, that, that's pig intestines. Oh my goodness! Um, I'll, I'll, Here in the that, South, we call it chitlins. Chitlins is, is that is that supposed to be for dessert? Uh, that, that, that that that's that's part of the main meal. Oh, I don't know because that, that that's like a dinner item. I think I'll stick to my traditional. Oh, Kool Aid pie! That sounds interesting. Ooh, oh, that brings a whole new term to uh, drinking the Kool Aid pie. Clean them extra well. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you clean those intestines really well, you know, or else you're going to get deathly sick. John is right about that. Yeah, you don't want to eat uh, dirty intestines. Um, and you don't really. I think the only drawback about like cooking that 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 saucy mentioned is it stinks up the house if it's not cleaned properly. Well, that's kind of like uh, you know when I used to work at the casino, when I would go on breaks and and all the housekeepers and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Filipinos they love fish. And I can't stand fish. Mm -hmm. I don't like the smell. I don't like the taste. I don't like the. I didn't like nothing about fish. Don't like the texture. But then, yeah, yeah, exactly. But then bunkers, they would go in there and put fish in the microwave. Uh, you, just, just uh, imagine how that you know made the room, the entire cafeteria smell. Not very pleasant. But uh, yeah, that was that was horrible. John says he'll eat uh, pork rinds, but not chitlins. Yo, I like pork rinds. I'll eat bacon pork and sausage. And pork chops. Mm. Um, you, you remember like the Brady Bunch, Peter Brady, pork chops, applesauce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. That was good stuff. Anywho. Well, um, I, I think that, that they were lucky to have Alice as a gourmet cook, their housekeeper. Right. Where do we? Well, I, I don't think I want a housekeeper to cook for me. I mean, when you have big, sexy cooking for you, there's nobody else you'd want in the kitchen. So I, I'm content but, with but, his cooking but but knowing big sexy he'd be like home cooking and there's nothing like it in the world that there isn't there you got that 100 percent right so as we were all uh, hopefully big sexy heard that i i'm sure he did he's uh he's around here somewhere um as so as we were all enjoying our thanksgiving meal last night and uh you know giving our thanks and stuff like that one of my least favorite I'll just call it out. Terrorist organizations, you know, the uh, the ones that were on the streets of America all of last year uh, with all of their thugs, the Black Lives Matter people, the organization. Well, they sent out a tweet yesterday, and I was not very happy about it. The tweet that they sent out was you are this is quote unquote you are eating dry turkey and overcooked stuffing on stolen land and then they have a little picture that they posted it says you are on stolen land colonization never ended it just became normalized find out where find out which ancestral homeland you're currently occupying here oh hey Oh, no. I'm like, really? You, I, I mean, are, are you talking about the, the stolen land that you're probably fucking sending that tweet out from? That that stolen land? 
Anyways, nothing surprises me that comes out of their damn mouths or their Twitter account. Uh, but I did like some of the responses that they got from it. And I did want to share those. And uh, you know, I think you guys will enjoy some of them. And uh, one guy, Jerry Jeremy Boring, uh, he said, you are tweeting in inane nonsense on dot, 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 the exact same land. And uh, Guy Benson wrote, great food, great holiday, great country. And uh, my favorite of all, though, that I saw was from Seth Dillon. I don't know who the hell Seth Dillon is, but his response was to the BLM saying that you are on stolen land. He said, since when do you guys have a problem with theft? <laughs> I mean, that, that was classic. I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, John, uh, John says, who had it before the indigenous people? Well, here's and here's here's the thing, though, and this is what I've always said, you know, because you know, especially whenever um, you know people like this bring up, oh, well, you stole land from such and such, and this and that and the other, and I always say, you know, people fought for the land, they took it over, and it's kind of like, you know, the illegal immigration that's going on right now. If you don't protect what's yours. You open yourself up from someone else taking your land. I mean, this is just the fact of the matter. So, I mean, if you want to learn from history, you need to make sure you fucking protect your own country. So, you know, it's unfortunate uh, that, you know, uh, the indigenous people uh, lost their land. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's... Who producer Eric? Who who was the uh, the guy that says survival of the fittest? Um, not not sure right offhand, but I know I am familiar with the the, the term survival yeah. of the fittest. Right, and, and that's basically how it goes. I mean, look at China. I mean, they're going to go take uh, take over whoever they want. You know, they're going to try. I don't know if Joe Biden will do mm-hmm. that. Anyways, um, that's uh, what uh, the wonderful Black Lives matters folks were up to yesterday on their thanksgiving and uh in addition to that i guess we have uh, some breaking news from uh you know the wonderful health organizations and uh all of the dr fauci's of the world apparently now they are saying that there's a new strain uh of covid19 one that's i guess they're saying and i don't know how this is but they're saying that younger people are more susceptible to this strain uh, it's going to be called the Omicron strain. Very weird name, but whatever. And the interesting about point about this one is apparently Joe Biden is xenophobic. He's racist, and he's among other things that you know what he said about Donald Trump because his administration is going to limit travel from eight Southern African countries. Um, oh my! Is it is this the same fucking Joe Biden that said Donald Trump is a racist? I, I recall him saying that his policies to limit travel from other countries. Oh, he's just a bigot. He's a racist. He's xenophobic. How dare he limit travel from for other people? But now, and especially, continue to listen to this, especially. 
him doing the same exact thing that Donald Trump was wanted to do. He's doing now. And the last count, the last talent count we did is that there was there are more deaths from COVID nineteen under Joe Biden than there was under Donald Trump. So you tell me how the uh, how President Biden's doing. How's he? Uh, how's the COVID nineteen thing going for him? You know, after you know he put Donald Trump down so bad because he's so evil, and God forbid he weren't going to allow someone to travel from another country. But uh, yeah, that's uh, what's going on. They're going to restrict travel from South Africa and seven other countries starting Monday uh, over the concerns of the heavily mutated COVID nineteen. Omicron variant. Uh, the administration will follow advice from Dr. Fauci. You know, they get the fucker who wants you to wear four or five masks, even if you're vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, he wants you to wear 10 masks, probably. But anyways, uh, and the Center for, Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and also restrict travel from several African nations following the identification of the variant, which appears to be highly contagious among young people. Uh, quote this morning. I, oh, hey, we got an echo per week. This morning, I was briefed by my chief medical advisor, Doctor, F- you know, fraudulent, and the members of our COVID response team about the Omicron variant, which is spreading through Southern Africa. As a precautionary measure, until we have more information, I am ordering additional air travel restrictions from South Africa and seven other countries. Um. Why, why now? Why? What was wrong with it last year when Donald Trump wanted to limit travel from other countries? But now that you're in office, it's A-OK. I don't get it. Someone please get me to understand that. But uh, anyways, uh, I don't know too much about it. I don't know if they're going to try to say that it's uh, much more deadlier of a strain or this or that and the other. Uh, you know, at the same time, I can't really believe everything they're telling me anyways. So anyways, be on the lookout for the new strain near you. Hopefully uh, you guys continue to remain safe. Do what you think is best for you and your families. And don't get coaxed into taking a jab if you don't want one. So, And I agree, John. Uh, this whole thing will never end. And that China does, necess- does definitely 100% need to be held accountable to this. I don't think we'll ever see it, though, unfortunately. Um, and I think Dr. Fauci should be held accountable too for directing all of these damn funds into all the studies and research. But, um, yeah, I don't think that'll happen either. Pert, welcome to the show, buddy. How was your Thanksgiving? Happy Black Friday to you. Good, you too. Sorry if there's an echo. I, I don't have a headset. We just stopped in to say hey to everybody. Oh, well, it's good to see you and the uh, honeybee. You guys uh, out, out and about? We're out and about, yeah. Oot yeah, we're, uh, we went out and had a nice dinner in Tampa, and now we're we're back in the room like two old people. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, it's about that time to uh, Netflix and chill in, in a little bit. I think. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, there you well, go. Well, I guess with um with with us not doing shows probably for the next couple of weeks reg- regularly scheduled, I know. Per, we will definitely have to make an appointment the morning of December first to to visit the uh, old man's podcast. So me and the old man and Dean Joe can give him the happy birthday serenade. And then, and then I know you sl- and slightly in big sexy, you've got to make an appointment the following day for, for you to get your birthday serenade. 
Oh, yes, that we will. We'll make sure we, we have it uh, marked on our calendars and all that. So, so I heard you talking about the new Fauci uh, <sighs> consultation with Brandon and uh, Brandon's new ruling. Yeah, isn't that interesting how it was so bad of uh, President Donald Trump to uh, issue, uh, you know, bans on travel of other countries? Well, because, well, Trump didn't know what he was doing. Brandon obviously does, right? Apparently, I, I, I mean, if you say so. <laughs> but it, isn't it interesting how this latest variant comes out now? Just like, I think it was two days after Fauci said that the definition of fully vaccinated uh, is going to be changing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, he made a comment about the definition of being fully vaccinated will be changing. I, I don't know to what. I mean, you got to get 12 shots or every other shot or, yeah, right, John, I don't, you shots forever. Yeah, I mean, anytime a new, a new variant comes out, you're going to have to go, get, go uh, down to your local drugstore and get a shot. It's Fauci's residual, residual income and retirement plan, I guess. Oh, I'm sure he's making a buttload of money. Oh, yeah, well. Isn't he the highest paid advisor on in in the White House staff? Yes, that he is. Buttload mm-hmm. there, but anyway, I'll let you all continue on. But uh, Honeybee and I won't stop in. All right, say, enjoy your back. stay out there and uh, enjoy. Oh, before you leave, Pert, what was your favorite uh, part of your Thanksgiving meal? Uh, taking Food. my tight pants off. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, food wise, food wise. Oh, food wise. Yes. Uh, probably the turkey. Yeah, we had the turkey. Honeybee and I like it a little drier. So we got some white meat that was dry with the skin and that with cranberry sauce. I think that was, you know, simplest part and topped off with a little piece of pumpkin pie. So, yeah, I mean, just traditional. Jeez, Eric, Pert and Honeybee had exactly what Black Lives Matter said. They ate dry turkey and overcooked stuffing on stolen land. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, if it's stolen, they're on stolen land. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear what my favorite comment on their post on Twitter was? No. What's that? Oh, my God. Let me uh, go back to that really quickly. It was um, since since when do they start? Since when did they start caring about theft? Well, now, now they're doing in broad daylight and in uh, shopping malls at Apple stores and everything else. Oh, the, yeah. The mob is. Yeah, they are. They uh, Actually, uh, there was an incident that happened uh, today on Black Friday. Uh, we'll get to that in a little while. But uh, you, and per- you and Honeybee, go have a fantastic evening, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thanks. Night, all. Good night. That was uh, a good friend, Kurt. Anywho, um, so anyways, so Omicron variant, um, new uh, jabs uh, probably being made by the minute by all of the pharmaceuticals. So those will probably be available for you shortly. And uh, anywho, moving on. Speaking of the uh, Black Friday shootings and all that good stuff, this happened in North Carolina, sending customers scrambling three shot. And uh, they did put, put one person in custody. Um, a North Carolina mall was evacuated after three people were reportedly shot on Friday afternoon. DPD is investigating a shooting incident at the streets at South Point. Uh, police in Durham, North Carolina, tweeted, the mall is being evacuated and will be closed while DPD 
investigates the incident. Motorists are advised to avoid the other the area, as uh, but there is no further threat. But uh, you know, we we've been talking about how these mobs are going in, breaking into hell, Louis Vuittons, Apple stores, Nordstroms. I mean, it's it's I don't know. Something needs to happen. Something needs to change. But it's unfortunate that uh, these thugs continue to go out and continue to riot it. Well, not riot. They're not rioting, but they're looting. And I don't know. Someone needs to like put them in their place. Uh, in California, a TV crew was reporting on California's wave of smash and grab store uh, raids. They uh, say they were shot and almost robbed while covering a theft. <laughs> You can't make this shit up. It's happening so often that this news anchor and uh, these news reporters go out to do a story, and, uh, yeah, they get shot and robbed almost, covering the theft. Uh, this happened in Oakland, I believe. A TV crew uh, reporting on a smash-and-grab raid at a Bay Area store reported that they were targeted by robbers who shot their security guard and tried to steal their camera. Around noon on Wednesday, the crew from Cron 4 were covering a break-in that had taken place two days earlier at Prime 356, which is a clothing store in Oakland. Shots were fired while the crew was filming, and their security guard, whom the outlet didn't name, was shot in the lower abdomen and had to go to the hospital. He emerged from the surgery in stable condition by 4 o'clock. Uh, two others were shot in the incident, the outlet reported. A reporter who was also not named continued filming as the scene unfolded but was, quote, shaken by the events outside. And... Pretty crazy, Eric. Uh, what what kind of society are we living in now? Um, or or it would sound like Miss Mrs. Fig from Harry Potter would say, "Has the whole world gone topsy turvy?" Yeah, the whole world has gone mad. At least the left part of it. <laughs> um, John Gale mentioned send Rittenhouse down there, but hey, if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna shoot shoot somebody in self defense, I think the rule is always shoot to kill. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to shoot somebody, yeah, you better be shooting to kill them. Otherwise, you have you know, and and because for, I, I would think if people are going to if it are in danger of life with the intent to kill you, because when you're when you're defending yourself in self defense and and you shoot and kill them, that's your way of saying you're, you're going to go meet your maker. That it is, and I, we're going to talk a little bit about that after the break. We're going to take a quick time out. We're going to come back. We'll bring up the whole Ahmad Arbery thing. Because uh, that's still weighing on my mind. Curious on how, you know, people out there, what they have to think about it. But uh, we're going to take a quick time out. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on Friday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. So, like I said, I've been... Reading briefly about the entire case, what happened and all that. I'm not telling you that I have 100% concrete facts, but I'm going to explain how I understand it. So basically, these uh, the uh, McMichaels, I think that's their names, uh, the ones that were on trial. Father and son and then a the neighbor. So the father and son had witnessed a, a – a, a, well, they witnessed Ahmad Arbery running uh, through a, I don't know, it was a home being built or something like that. Now, days prior to that, police were looking for a robbery suspect. 
and apparently they sent out photos and this and that and the other. And so the two McMichael guys are chasing the dude, and apparently one of them had uh, his gun, you know, his, his rifle and all that. And Ahmad Arbery runs around the vehicle and starts tussling with the guy to get the gun away from him. And, you know, as they're tussling, the shot is fired and Ahmad Arbery is dead. The first thing that's kind of crazy is the third, the third suspect who was uh, found guilty had nothing to do with it. He was just videotaping it, which I find, I mean, absolutely crazy that he would get charged with murder. But he did. And he's, he was found guilty. So the issue that I have with the entire case, number one, the judge basically, there was apparently between the prosecution and the defense, the whole part of when, when a citizen can make a citizen's arrest. Now, if it's a misdemeanor, you have to have a hundred percent factual knowledge that the person committed the misdemeanor in order to detain him. Now as written for a felony, you have to have at least a 51% idea that the person that's trying to evade you is a wanted felon. Now, obviously Amard Arbery was, you know, the two, the two McMichael's, saw him and he was a wanted fugitive for felony, you know, for robbery or whatever. But I had the problem where I have is that the judge basically threw the case to the jury, basically to decide whether them going after Arbery was, I don't know, right. Whether it was legal to make a citizen's arrest against him. So that's the, I mean, uh, that's the part to, of the entire thing that I don't get. And that's why I really think that the convictions of these three gentlemen will probably be retried. I think they're going to, I think they'll, I guarantee you they're going to get an appeal. And I really think that they'll win that appeal. So I think this whole case is going to be, re, have to be retried. So I, it's, and and not only that though, okay, you put that aside. And you know, people are gonna say, oh, it's because they were racist and, and I could give two shits about the races of anybody. You put one human being who's trying to basically apprehend a potential criminal and all that. And if that criminal is gonna go around the van and try to tussle and try to forcibly take away the weapon. Um, do you have a problem with them taking action and shooting the person? Especially, I mean, let's say Arbery got that gun away, that rifle away from one of the McMichaels. You think he's just going to uh, take the gun and just run away? I mean, if you think that, you're pretty fucking stupid. I guarantee you if Arbery had gotten that rifle, uh, we would be looking at Arbery probably murdering or shooting the McMichaels. So I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. Um, I, I'm all about standing your ground and protecting yourself. Mm -hmm. um, 
But, you know, if you're a criminal and all that and you're running away and then you're going to go try to it'd just be like a criminal trying to run around a cop, cop car and trying to take the rifle away from a police officer. In that case, would you be OK with the police officer just shot the guy? What about what, what do you what do you think, Eric? Would you be OK in that situation, that scenario? Maybe not. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, if uh, you know, if, if if my son or daughter is a law enforcement officer, and um, she's chasing down a bank robber, and the bank robber, you know, kind of try to slide away and then try to uh, get the gun out of her hands, I wouldn't have a problem with her shooting, shooting the criminal, no matter what. So. John says, if you feel like your life is in danger, I guess that is self-defense, isn't it? Yeah. No, I agree. But then again, I guess if you're on the defense side of this uh, and saying, well, maybe Armad Arbery felt that his life was in danger. So I don't know. I think my, my whole thing is, is how it uh, got sent off to the jury on whether or not the McMichaels had a right to basically detain and do a citizen's arrest on the guy because if he was if if the mcmichaels you know it's deemed that they had had every right to place a citizen's arrest on him then there's no murder at all but uh, we'll see i think uh, we'll hear more more about that as uh, the days go by um i know i looked up going uh, over to I can't ever pronounce it correctly. The Waukesha? Is that, is that how you pronounce it the, in Wisconsin? Waukesha? Waukesha or something like that. Waukesha, that's it, yeah. So it, it's amazing how I've been you know, trying to find CNN, uh, you know, the headlines of what happened in Waukesha. And it's amazing how you just see, oh, a car crash, people killed. Nothing about what truly was behind this Daryl Brooks guy. He was not uh, a, a very nice person. And I found a few things out. Five fast facts you need to know. And uh, I'm going to read this. This was uh, published by Heavy.com. And it reads, Daryl Brooks is the registered sex offender with two open cases and an extensive criminal history who is now charged with five counts of first-degree Intentional homicide in Waukesha Christmas Parade Rampage in uh, Wisconsin that left 60 people injured. The 39-year-old Brooks, a felon many times over, was identified by Waukesha Police Chief Daniel Thompson at a press conference November 22nd. Thompson said Brooks was driving the red SUV that plowed in to the parade. Participants, a, scenic, a scene captured in graphic videos. He had been involved in a domestic disturbance not, belong, not long before he was accused of driving into the parade victims. Anyways, uh, the, 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 I'm going to skip down here. And where was it at? Mm -mm -mm. So the number one fact, a red SUV is seen in a rap music video. Keep in mind, he was also a, a rapper. I won't. I won't even go any further than just saying that. Uh, it was recorded by Brooks, and he posted about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict on Facebook. And number two, 
was Brooks is accused of trying to run a woman over in an open felony case in Wisconsin and is a convicted sex offender in Nevada. So he's been on on what on the lam trying to uh, escape, you know, any type of law enforcement because he's wanted in Nevada for other sex crimes. And it's amazing how, you know, outlets like CNN and any of your other liberal left-leaning media outlets. I mean, call, let's call it what it is. It was a massacre that happened by this douchebag who should never have been on the streets anyways. And uh, number three from The Heavy says, Brooks calls himself a rapper and a stoner. He posted anti-police rhetoric on social media in the past. Uh, one of his Twitter pages, Brooks wrote, quote, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, born and raised, rapper, song, writer, producer, stoner, philosopher, next big thing out of the Midwest, if you ain't no, get in tune. So it's kind of a, his ebonics writing as well. He also wrote in 2019, in case you all don't know, fucking up my exity is I got ties to Detroit, my dad, whole family from the D&D I was born and grew up in Milwaukee, who ain't from the trenches. The other thing is he's an admitted sex child sex trafficker. Uh, he also uh, has a Twitter page that contains tributes to people like Kobe Bryant and Juice World. And uh, they also uh, are saying that Matt, Math Boy Fly, that's one of his Twitter handles, he uh, tweeted out, this is on August 23rd of 2019, have you heard, quote, No Safety, uh, proud by, produced by Lil B on the track. And uh, it's very interesting, this guy. He was all, he's also been, uh, he's also said that he's all about uh, going out after white people. He doesn't like white people. And I don't know. It's, but, you know, like I said, all these negative things, that have people have been digging dirt on the guy. Remember, folks, if this was hell, look at Kyle Ritten. Look at Kyle. Kyle Rittenhouse, even before he stepped foot in court. I mean, the news media, CNN, MSLSD, and all those other bullcrap type news outlets, they're already calling him a white supremacist and this and that, uh, a racist. That was all unfounded, all of it. Nobody still to this day can tie together if he, how so he's a white supremacist or a racist. But you know what? We have another guy who just fucking ran over and killed seven people. And there's all kinds of shit to bring up. But CNN just buries it. I mean, I went on there this afternoon on their, on their website. You you have to dig really hard to find any information out about what happened in Waukesha. Why they want to, Why were they trying to hide? Why? Yeah, uh, John said, did you see the doorbell camera when he got caught? Yeah, I did. Uh, before the show tonight, I watched it. Uh, he walks up uh, to some random guy's house and basically tells them that he's, a, he's homeless and he's, he's waiting for an Uber. Now, I don't know when the last time a homeless person caught an Uber was, but <laughs> that would mean you would have a cell phone. But uh, I don't know. And you're right. Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse, he's going to be 
He's going to be making millions. Um, I, it's still a, a person at such a young age as Kyle is, regardless of the millions of dollars that he makes, it's very sad and unfortunate that no matter where he goes in the United States of America, he's going to have a bad rap in many places. There's going to be people out there that will, you know, there'll be a target on his head, unfortunately, because there are bad, bad thuggish idiots, especially people within the BLM who, if they have the opportunity, they're going to whack him. And I'm, I'm sorry. I would uh, dismiss the millions of dollars, uh, the opportunity to be making millions of dollars, knowing that, Somewhere out there, people want me dead. And, uh, yeah, he, he definitely should go into a witness protection program. I would suggest that 100%. Now, getting back to this guy uh, from Waukesha, dude better be going to prison for life. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not too sure how you all feel about uh, death sentences and stuff like that. But when a guy mows down seven people like he did, in everything else in his criminal history in the past decade, why should our taxpayer dollars be going to continue to keep him alive and feed him? I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's, maybe we won't do it right now because it's the holiday season, but I don't know. It's, it's a horrible situation and it's, it's really disgusting actually. Anywho, um, we already talked about uh, your packages uh, being dumped in Alabama. I wonder if Jeremy uh, can, maybe he can, we can send him down here. He, he can go uh, rescue with some packages. Um, let's see. I don't know what else is going on. Um, let me check the old mailbox really quick. And producer Eric, you sent me something on Trump's, uh, Trump's uh, resuming his spending on Republicans. I've no, I've noticed that story. I think late last night, early this morning, um, which I, I really thought that was interesting, um, because I, because I know there's some Republicans that he's not real happy about. He, anyways, like, and I would be wondering why is he continuing to support some of these rhinos? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. What uh, the Daily Beast? Uh, this report comes from. Says after a long hiatus, Donald Trump is once again contributing cash to Republicans not named Donald Trump. The uh, Republican National Committee filed a financial report last weekend revealing a million dollar October contribution from Trump Make America Great Again, the joint fundraising juggernaut split between the RNC and two PACs belonging to the former president. It was T MAGA's first significant contribution to the Republican Party since Trump left office. The last was for funds raised ahead of the January 5th special elections in Georgia. In a statement to the Daily Beast, RNC spokesperson Emma Vaughn said the transfer from the Joint Fund Fundraising Committee was, quote, standard practice. This is a standard operating procedure when dealing with a joint fundraising agreement that is no longer in use. Based on a prior agreement, the RNC is transferring its funds from JFC to the RNC based on standard practice and to suggest anything otherwise is grossly misreporting. So, I don't know. I mean, that to me, Eric, I know there's a lot of people out there, especially Jeremy Cummings, who's saying there's no way Donald's running. But if he's going to be putting money towards the RNC, that tells me there's at least a little bit of interest on his part to become the next president of the United States again. Yeah, and then, and then you have like a lot of like Republicans just bet, 
you know, and people in his inner circle just begging him, don't do this, don't do not run for president again. But but Donald Trump, I think, is kind of basically saying, I'll do as I damn well please. Yeah, he he and I guy, think he he's be- probably trying to send a message out there that 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 the reason why a lot of these like if even if it costs run like run a Republicans elections that maybe maybe the the the, the Republicans will will, you know, take a hint. That, that they need to clean house. They do. They, you know what? We need to clean all the houses. Get the get all of these people who've been in there 20, 30 years. Get them the hell out of government. Uh-huh. That's what that's what America really needs. Uh, Trump. Uh, uh, excuse me. John says uh, he would be all about a Trump DeSantis ticket, and I would back uh-huh. that one hundred percent. I said that a few months ago that that would be an outstanding ticket. I really don't see any other – well, I mean, at this point, I mean, if fucking Garfield ran against Joe Biden, Garfield would win. I mean, it's – I think we're going to go back into the same situation, you know, as much as they hated Donald Trump and they wanted to get him out. You know, everybody that voted for Joe Biden, it was the people that, quote, unquote, voted for him, including the dead people and the legal immigrants. Uh, it wasn't because they wanted Joe Biden. It's because they didn't want Donald Trump. And I think you'll see the exact same thing come 2024. Whoever the op- opposite, you know, the opposition is that is going to go up against whoever the Democrat is. Kamala Harris has no chance. She has not done a damn thing. She can't even she can't even go down to a fucking border for crying out loud. And all she does is laugh. <laughs> like okay, yeah, good luck with that. So the Democrats, uh, they don't have they don't have any. I mean, in addition to the, they're having their own fucking civil war, they can't agree on a damn thing. And like I said, um, you know, AOC's probably got a better chance at starting an OnlyFans page than she ever does having a chance at being the president of the United States. Um, that's that's like a dream that'll never happen for her. Um, I, I'm surprised that she can continue to be in the position she is over in the East Coast, but it is what it is. Um. I don't know who an independent would be that would run. Um, you have any, Shannon says independent. Do you have any uh, suggestions that who would run as an independent for president? That'd be interesting. I just I don't know. I all I know is no matter no matter what, we'll be very thankful. Speaking of Thanksgiving, we'll be thankful to get, just get through to twenty twenty four. Mark Cuban. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I mean, he don't get me wrong. Cuban's good, uh, you know, on on a, on a few things. Well, well, and there's also the possibility that Biden might not seek re-election come 2024. I mean, I've already been hearing rumblings of that. I don't even think he'll know when the year 2024 becomes 2024. <laughs> I mean, the guy can't even put together a coherent sense, really. I mean, everyone wants to wants to say, you know, try to make excuses for him, saying, "Oh, he's just not a good public speaker." And I mean, when you're telling, when you're doing a presser, and you're telling the press, I'm I'm not sure. I think I'm. This is where I'm supposed to take questions. When he says that, I just think, dude. You're the fucking president of the United States. You can do whatever the hell you want. But this guy, you know, it's obvious. The puppeteers are pulling the strings and uh, 
he's being heavily coached, although, you know, from his performance thus far this year, uh, they need to get a new coach in there because whoever's coaching him is not doing a good job. And yes, John also says he appears to be weak. He appears weak to our adversaries. Uh, uh-huh. John, he makes, he is, he, the way he acts, the way he appears to other foreign leaders, he, he's made our country a mockery to the rest of the world. Nobody takes this country seriously. They're like, oh, you know, it's just like China. And like, why, why worry about coming up with a uh, nuclear thing? nuclear missile that can reach the United States when we're fucking our own, you know, we're fucking things up on our own. We don't need no help. I mean, Biden is destroying our, our country easy with, without the interference of uh, other countries trying to attack us. And, uh, you know, I, every time I watch him walk, even, uh, you know, a few short steps, cause you never see him walk a tremendous amount, but I'm like, Oh my God, I think he's going to fall. He's definitely not in good health, no matter what the doctors say. I mean, the doctors are going to say whatever, you know, the puppeteer tells them to say. Uh, the last I heard uh, when he had his colonoscopy, apparently they uh, removed some precancerous type of things. So that's good. But, uh, yeah, they say they say he's in good health, which I don't know. I mean, I guess being alive at uh, his age is good health, I guess. But, I mean, he's not he's not all there up there, that's for sure. I don't know. I just, I, I worry. I just, if anything were to happen to him, I can only imagine Kamala being the president. Oh my God. If that were to happen, folks. That's basically how I feel. <laughs> what do you think? You think uh, Kamala would do a Kamala ding dong would do a good job, Eric? What's that you say? Do you think Kamalama Ding Dong would do a good job as President of the United States if something happened to Joe? I seriously doubt that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, you know, then again, I mean, maybe she'll be busy with Mr. Brown and she won't have much to say. She'll be too busy. I don't know. I mean, that could be a positive. You never know. Anywho, um, did anybody watch any football yesterday? I I, uh, watched a little bit of the uh, game. The which one was the evening game? Um, the New Orleans Saints, oh my God, they need to do whatever they can to get Drew Brees back out of retirement. They had this third string quarterback in there last night, and oh my God, he was horrible. But uh, yeah, we had uh, th- three football games uh, last night. That was that was fun and exciting. Uh, none of them were that great to watch, though. Um, I think, uh, let me see really quick. I think the Cowboys... I think they they they, uh, they lost at the last they lost I think they lost the last minute. It was a close game to the end. Yeah. Did you did you watch any football last night, Derek? Uh, uh-uh. unfortunately not. But oh, Shell's made a comment about it's Obama Biden in office. But that really got me to thinking. If, in case you missed it five years ago, I think you might enjoy this. Well, that's because he'd rather have a baby got back. <laughs> Unlimited cashback match only from Discover. Oh, I thought that was you for a second. I'm like, what was that? No, that, that 
I, I think something happened on your end. I was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try this again. I mean, if you got those audio issues under control. Yeah, That's yeah. He'd rather have a puppet as president. No puppet. No it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. You won't admit you that the, the Russians. Yeah, where he's like saying you're the puppet. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if he would be saying that about Biden like he did about Hillary. Oh, I'm sure he would. That's uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so, so the scores from yesterday, uh, the the Lions they they were that close to winning, but they fell short, sixteen to fourteen to the Chicago Bears. The, the so the Lions they still after eleven games this year they still have not won a damn thing. That's almost like the record of uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders they beat the Dallas Cowboys thirty six to thirty three, improving the record to six and five. The Cowboys fall to seven and four, and uh, like I said last night, the the Saints just look god awful. And uh, Pert, I'm sorry you're a Saints fan this year, but they got demolished by the Buffalo Bills thirty one to six. And uh, this was Buffalo's first win versus New Orleans since Week Seventeen back in nineteen ninety eight. So that tells you how long it's been since the uh, Bills were victorious over the Saints. And uh, I don't know. It would be uh, it would be cool if Drew Brees. I mean, if Tom Brady can continue to play for the Buccaneers, come on, Drew. I mean, I know Drew. You know, one of the things that Drew Brees does here locally here in San Diego, he runs uh, he runs a, a football program for kids and stuff like that. So he's probably busy doing all that. And uh, but Drew Brees, I. He was the quarterback that got away from the San Diego Chargers back when they were here in San Diego. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like any other sports figure that plays here in San Diego. They're uh, individually great, and uh, eventually the ownership moves them on to another team. And, uh, you know, generally they just go on to win championships or Super Bowls or World Series. So it's the story of my life here. But then again, that's another great reason why I it's time to leave. <laughs> Anywho, we're going to take our last and final break of the evening. We'll come back. We'll open up the lines. If anybody wants to call in, uh, you're more than welcome to uh, talk about whatever topic you'd like to, and uh, we'll go from there. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Friday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. Is that uh, is that the linga of the long I see? Good to see I you. I believe it is. Yes. Very awesome. Good to see you. I hope you. Well, I don't know. Do they celebrate things? I don't think they celebrate Thanksgiving where he is. Um, down I in Australia, I don't think so either. But yeah, they, they, they do Christmas, but Christmas is in the middle of summer for them. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Uh, they don't have stolen land over there. <laughs> they don't celebrate stealing land. Uh. Oh my goodness! Oh, you do celebrate stolen land. What day is that for you guys? Uh, over here, it's Thanksgiving, apparently, according to Black Lives Matter. But uh, you know, um, what do you got uh, going on for the week, uh, producer Eric? Anything exciting uh, coming up? Well, I mean, don't really have anything too special tomorrow, except maybe a, a grocery shopping trip or two. Um, Sunday, I'm going to my niece. Mila's birthday party, even though her birthday is technically on Tuesday, she'll be turning a year old. Oh, very cool. Happy damn birthday. That's yeah. Cool. 
Uh, Lingo says that they celebrate Australia Day. Uh, that's the 26th of January, a.k.a. Invasion Day. Oh, well, congratulations on that. Now, Linga, I hear that uh, down in Australia, you guys are like, oh my God, it's it's gonna it's like communist Australia now, right? You guys can't do a damn thing. You guys are locked up and can't go out and do anything. What's going on over there with COVID? Yeah, don't say that, my friend. How dare? Oh my God, Linga says we are your future. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Load those weapons. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, all, they're, they're already practicing in the streets uh, lately. Can't, haven't you watched the news? But, yeah, if, you're, if you want to, you're more than welcome to call in. Um, now, are, is your country, are they not allowing travel from uh, African nations? Because Joe Biden has said that we are going to prohibit people from flying into this country from South, South Africa and other African countries. I'm curious to know if we're the only country that's doing that. Mr. Is that? Oh, that is Mr. A. Well, welcome to the show, Mr. A. Not much. We're, we're uh, asking uh, Mr. Linga what the hell's going on in Australia. He says, fuck knows. Watch out for Marburg virus. What the hell's Marburg? We already have to watch out for this new one. I don't know. I can't keep up with the Greek people. Why are we, speaking of which, why are we naming uh, viruses after Greek people? Isn't that kind of racist? I don't know. It's kind of it's just as bad as... Hammer uh, yeah. had fever, uh, if I pronounce that correctly. Oh, my God. It's the next rage. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure, you, well, you know, Dr. Fauci recently came out, according to Pert, saying that... Um, you're going to we're going to get a new definition of what is considered fully vaccinated soon and that was a couple days ago before they came out today warning about the i don't know omnivore what let me uh, look at what the fuck this virus is they come up with a new virus every week it seems like omicron omicron do you guys have the omicron virus yet i don't know Linga says the who is determined to jab us to death. Yes, that, that's what they want to do. You're going to take a jab. Probably uh, any, every time you go take a shit, you're going to be taking a jab. Mr. A says my niece is on a Navy ship headed for Australia from Japan. Oh, boy. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, John says the, they're just trying to distract us from the Maxwell trial coming. That is true. That's coming up. Isn't that start Monday? It's perfect timing. I don't know. I haven't heard of this, uh, you know, until today, the Omicron variant. Uh, and basically, uh, from what they're saying, that it's going to attack the younger people. So who knows? John, are you, able, are you in a place where you could call? Because I would love to talk to you about the Clintons. I know you say that the Clintons are going down. How confident are you in that, though? I mean, heads are going to roll if they go down. My God. They should go down. I mean, I could, I could list off a number of people who should go down. Dr. Fauci is number one of, on the list for me. Anyways, welcome to the show, John. How are you? Man, sorry, I don't have a headset. But, oh, that's uh, all right. You're fine. Cool. No, I just think that, uh, well, yeah, the Clintons are definitely, well, they all were down there at the, uh, they took, what, 20-some trips to uh, 
Epstein Island there. So do you think something the, happened? Do you think the Clintons will, you know, if it comes down to it, do you think they're going to, you know, throw everybody else under the bus? Is it going to be a big, huge thing? Uh, that the Clintons will do, probably. I think that Geeslin, or ever, however you say her name, she's probably going to sing like a canary just to save her butt. But do you think? But do you think it will save her butt? I mean, because you know, say worst case, worst case scenario, say uh, we get the Clintons like we everybody wants. They still have the power to where if just Lane, you know, makes a, a plea deal, saves her ass, she doesn't go to prison. Um, even if the Clintons were in prison, uh, if I was just Lane, I'd be watching my back. <laughs> right, they've already killed everybody around him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lee, she I might, Eastland might wind up being, uh, you know, committing suicide herself here before the trial ends. Well, hasn't she already came out and said that she's not suicidal? I don't know. I didn't see that. I saw that she didn't like how she was being treated in, in jail. Oh, wow. She's not getting the uh, presidential treatment, I guess, huh? She had to cut her hair with some uh, toenail clippers, I think. Oh, man. That's rough. Damn. That would, uh, I would just just let it grow. Liga says uh, they will keep making up more and more. It will attack more and more young people until the vaccine is done. How do you explain the Maxwell case concerning the world? It's been happening forever. It's just business. Do you believe he actually suicided in prison? He is somewhat, uh, wake up, he is somewhere else pulling strings or touching little girls. So Linga thinks that Epstein is still alive. I don't know about that. He and Elvis are together, I think. <laughs> he, he and Elvis are out touching little girls. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Shell says the judge is too strict. She won't get a plea deal. So if you're, not, if you're just Lane Maxwell, if you don't think you're going to get a plea deal, why even bother just releasing everything? I don't know. Would you, John, if, if, if you're just Lane... Would you still spill the beans even if you're not going to get a plea deal? Uh, I probably would just because you want to make sure that everyone else is if, – if I'm going down, I'm going to bring everybody down with me kind of thing. Yeah, I could see that just out of uh, just being pissed off in general, I guess. Well, I mean why should she take the brunt for you know a bunch of other people doing horrible things too? Right, and it's not like she was the one doing the horrible things, even though she's accused of setting them up. Uh, that's my understanding, at least. Did you happen to see that um, there was a Netflix documentary about Epstein that was out? Gosh, it was out, I think, last year. I haven't seen any Netflix documentaries. Okay. There's, there was one about Epstein, and it really implicated her. I mean, they had a bunch of, of these teenage girls, you know, who are, who are all adults now, a lot of them. And they all were blaming blaming her equally for uh, stuff that Jeffrey had done to them. Oh wow! Now are are the 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 victims because most of them are of age now. I, I'm assuming. Are any of them out talking to the press or anything like that? You know, I haven't heard much as of late since I when I watched that. I was surprised at the number of 
of individuals that did come out and were on this documentary. Um, but I haven't seen anything in the news lately about it. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if they don't talk, because obviously, as we speak of the Clintons, we all know what the Clintons are capable of. We'll just say that. Um, they'd be scared shitless to say anything, probably. Have you seen Bill lately? He looks like like somebody from The Walking Dead. I mean, is, is he, he like is he getting to the age to where he's like skin and bones? Oh, my gosh. I mean, he looks like he's just wasting away. Oh, wow. Well, so to, to, so you're telling me that he's, he, he basically looks like he would belong on the Supreme Court justice then. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you were married to Hillary, you'd look like that too, I guess. If I were married to Hillary, I would probably just commit suicide. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Either that or I would be suicided by her. Uh, one of the two. One of the two. Well, she's a lesbian anyway, so. I I I, like I I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Shell says she was the head of it. Uh, if anyone wants all the details on John, re- oh details, join Real Patriots Voice Channel on Rumble, and now on Twitch, uh, where Two A Mama will answer all questions and is following the case extremely closely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. The Podfather. Has anyone heard uh, anything about the Hillary Clinton indictment for her court case over the Russian collusion deal? <laughs> uh, Podfather, that'll be the day. I, I mean, it's it's amazing how much these fucking idiots get away with. with I mean, they get away with murder. And I honestly don't think, I know John feels otherwise, but I really don't see the Clintons going down. No matter, it seems like no matter who you are, if you're one of the chosen ones, as I like to call it, you know, the ones that actually, you know, have privilege in this country, because like I've said many times on our show in the past, you know, these BLM organizations and all these other liberals who claim, oh, white people, they have white privilege. No, no, no. Fuck that. The only people that have privilege in this country are the people in government. They're the ones that have privilege because they can get away with anything, and they do. The only time they don't is if, just like President Trump, if you don't follow the narrative of either the left or the right, they'll find a way to get rid of you. And that's what they did to Trump. Too powerful Bilderberg group, okay. Anyways, uh, John, you think that when you quoted in the chat that you were saying a Trump DeSantis ticket, is that who what you think is going to happen or is that what you would like to see happen? Well, I would love to see it happen. I just heard that DeSantis was going to, um, he put in for the, uh, the legal work that he had to do to run again as governor for Florida. Um, but you know, I mean, things a lot can happen between now and, and 2024. So I mean, I would love to see, I think, it would be a really unbeatable ticket because DeSantis has the charisma, you know, that Pence didn't have, but he's also doesn't go off the rails as much as, as Trump does all the time. So I think it's a good balance mm-hmm. for the ticket. I just think it would be a really great. Campaign. I think it would be the, the, the best ticket uh, that the Republicans can come up with. Um, I, I, 
like I said earlier on, I think anybody that runs against whomever it may be, whether it be Biden again or uh, Kamala, Kamala doesn't stand a chance. Uh, whoever the opposition is, is going to win the election. I mean, they're up to this point. And that's what flabbergasts me. You have so much negativity that has happened since Biden has taken over. I mean, you haven't seen very many media outlets putting out there that we've had more COVID deaths this year than when Donald Trump was in office. And keep in mind, that is with a quote-unquote vaccine. But nobody wants to bring that up. Nobody, Nobody mentions that. It's all about oh, there's a new new strain. Uh, go get uh, another another vaccination. Go get another jab. Where does it end? Where does it stop? I mean, it, to me, the this whole COVID thing, it's it's going to be your seasonal flu every year. There's going to be a new strain of it, just like there is for the flu. So I I, I just I don't know where it ends. I don't think it does until we get. Uh, some change in government, if you know what I mean. Anywho, John, did you, uh, what, what was your favorite part of uh, your Thanksgiving meal last night? Was it the green bean casserole or what was it? Probably the nap that afternoon. Oh yeah. The nap is always good. So you, you had, uh, an early, uh, Thanksgiving meal. Uh, we usually eat around one. There you go. Eat around one. Take a nap around three. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all that was, they used to say it was tryptophan from the turkey, but I think that's been debunked. So I just think it's because you're full. Exactly. I mean, uh, I haven't heard much about tryptophan at all this year. Have, has anybody else uh, seen, you know, watching any news or anything like that and them talking about tryptophan and how you're going to get tired? and uh, I don't know. What do you think about uh, BLM coming out and making the the statement about uh, how we're all celebrating on stolen land? I just can't get over the whole, uh, the whole indigenous people's talk and all of that and the reparations and BLM wants reparations. Indigenous people wants reparations. I, I want some reparations. Where are my reparations? I, I I don't know. I, I don't. Well, you get you get a stimulus check. <laughs> That's about all you get. <laughs> it's that amazes me in itself how everyone expects, you know, it's it's and you know what? It, you cannot. If some here's the, where I have a hard the hardest point on all this. You can't tell me that someone that is, I don't know, uh, because they're going to be pretty young, these people that feel that they are owed this and that and the other. Uh, An 18 to 24-year-old kid, and I call them kids because I'm in my 40s, but you cannot tell me that someone of that age gives two shits of what happened over 100 years ago when it did not directly affect them, but yet they feel that they're owed the world. I mean, it's just like how it's amazing how... The Biden administration. They're acting like they're entitled. How the Biden administration believes that we should give illegal immigrants four hundred and fifty thousand dollars because we separated their family. I mean, if you're going to go that far, I mean, why aren't we just going to give the criminals in jail 
$450,000 because they're criminals too, and we separated them from their loved ones. I mean, it's the same thing. So why? Well, and it happened under the Obama administration too. Why aren't they giving you know four hundred fifty thousand dollars to those families that were separated from their kids? Right. And if you're going to talk about separation of families, I mean, you should give uh, our men and women of the military four hundred fifty thousand dollars for sending them overseas and separating them from their families. And hell, at least they're American citizens too. But you know, trying to give away taxpayer dollars. Uh, to people that are criminals that are in our country, that makes no, absolutely no fucking sense. Kind of like the election of 2020. Podfather, welcome. Welcome, Podfather. Ready to have the room shaken up a little bit? Oh, shake it up. Shake it, shake it. You already know that's what I do. Oh, Eric okay. knows that. So what's going on tonight there, Podfather? Are you shaking it up because you uh, are a stuffed ch- turkey or what? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Just uh, I typically seem to have, um, I guess, what one would call controversial viewpoints and perspectives regarding a lot of uh, political matters and, and, and current event matters. So we were just discussing reparations and payments towards illegal immigrants and stuff, and I thought, man, why not shake it up? Fuck reparations and giving illegal immigrants money, but go on. <laughs> All right, I got a question. Now, anybody who has been watching, you know, um, the, this this whole white versus black thing, I guess, if you will, for lack of better words, over the last several years, you know, everything from being on the uh, Donahue show to Oprah show to, you know, miscellaneous interviews and everything, you know, a, a lot Raphael. of yeah, yeah, all of them, all of them. A lot of black people, not all of them, that would be racist for me to say that. So let me clarify that again with one more time for the people in the back. A lot of black people um, have always used, for some reason I don't know, I, I've never asked, and maybe, there, maybe that would change a lot of this, but, or my perspective on this. But what I've noticed is they, they use a lot of the argument towards white people that, you know, almost as if they're presenting it as if they're the superior race. We were the first race. We, you know, Africa was the first humans. Blacks are the first people. And if you white people did DNA tests, you would see that you had black, you know, you know, African in you as well. And you know, blah, blah, blah. And you, you're not all white. You've got African in you. And, and, and we, we've all seen it. Tons of it. Not so much anymore that, you know, everybody's just gone straight to calling everyone racist anymore. Um, you know, that sounds a little bit more harsh. Um, but but my thinking is this, is if that's true, for those of us white people who do have African DNA in us, we, you know, we do a DNA test and we do have, you know, I guess you could say, for lack of better words, black within our DNA, within our genetics, based on the percentage of African that we have in our DNA, will we be entitled to some of those reparations as well? Maybe not a full payment, of course, but if we have black in us, that means somewhere, someone in our family history was, was, was also victimized by all of those things, which would then be the reasons for those reparations being made. You know, and, and, and if not, does that mean that people that are half black won't get them? And if they do, well, then where exactly are we drawing the line? Is it you have to be 80% black? And if you're half black, will you have to take a DNA test to determine what your percentage of black or white is? 
you know, where do we draw the line? What is the line if there is one? And if there's not, well, I think anybody that has black within their genetics should also be entitled to reparations. Um, you do make some great statements there. Um, you know, um, I just got a message from, from our hosts that, um, that a power outage, you know, just caused a, a disconnection. So hopefully he's able to come in through the oh, app. I think I'm back. Oh, you're back now. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, we had uh, a little bit of a power outage for a brief moment. Um, the grid's gone. I guess. I mean, I told him to keep the power on at least till the 29th before I leave. My God. <laughs> Anyways, um, is Podfather still here? Yeah, yes, he is. Okay, so I, I missed what you were saying, but uh, go ahead. I, I, yeah, I don't mind repeating, and I'll, I'll sum it up this time. Um, I'm not sure exactly where you left off, but throughout history, recent history even, um, you know, on like talk shows and stuff and interviews and rebuttals, those types of things, debates, black people have often um, – came at, if you will, I wouldn't consider it attacking because, I mean, it, it's neither good nor bad. It's indifferent to me, but, you know, they've came at white people claiming that if white people did a DNA test, that that they would find that they have African in their blood too, or in their DNA, their genetics, they have black in their DNA, their gen genetics. And that, you know, they, they've, you know, they've said things like, um, you know, as a, you know, black people were the first people on the face of the planet. You know, humans started in, in Africa. You know, we're all black. We're all black trying to push the narrative that even white people are partly black. And if that's the case, fine, so be it. I mean, it didn't make no difference. I mean, it, I carry the less. I still see the same face when I look in the mirror. Right. But, but if that is the case, I wonder if that energy will change if it comes down to reparations, because if, if white people truly do have, you know, of course they would have to do a DNA test because it wouldn't be all white people, but, you know, but a genetic test to find out whether or not if they have African genetics in, in, in their, in their genome. And if they do, then would those white people be entitled to any percentage of those reparations that are being paid? And if they're not, why not? And, and the twofold part to that question is, is what about the black people that are clearly mixed, you know, black and say Caucasian or black and say Asian, you know, and, and they're not full black or they're not full African-American, you know, do they, do they still get reparations? And if so, is it a full payment or a partial payment? They get, part, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm going with this. So if white people can prove through DNA testing that we have, you know, black people in our genetics, that means that our ancestors endured the same things. Okay. But you know, no matter what happened years upon years upon years ago, before you and your, your, your grandparents were alive, what happened? What is it that we did that we should be held responsible for that happened way back? Not, then? not a damn thing. I'm with you on that. Not a damn thing. <laughs> My point here is to prove that their energy isn't authentic and that it, 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 is, it is founded on, on, on a racist basis. Right. I, and I agree with that. It's just like my, my perception, even with the uh, Native Americans, uh, I find it very disrespectful that, okay, uh, across the country, they can have fucking casinos on, uh, you know, quote unquote, on their lands. But if I want to open up my own casino, I can the fuck's that all about 
That's not equality right there. No, no. But I'm, I, I'm truly interested in this, this, this reparations thing because, you know, especially under the current administration, it's something that couldn't end up coming to fruition. And if my family history, I didn't endure it, the same as no black person alive today endured it. Right. So, I mean, the argument's the same on both sides. Yep. So it, it, it only comes down to a matter of your family history, period. There's no other logical way around that one. So if, if my someone in my family, family history endured that, that's a part of me. That's who I am. If, if somewhere down the line, you know, seven, eight, nine generations, you know, my, my family genetics was largely black. That means that a large part of my history is affected by, by what happened to black people in this country. And, and because, uh, you know, it didn't happen to me as a person and it didn't happen to any black person alive today. If they get reparations, I think anybody that has African-American genomes or genetics in their DNA should be entitled to the same. Okay. Obviously, okay. with percentages due to them based on their 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 percentage of of black DNA within their genetics. Okay, um, I we have Solid Blue Sister joining us. Uh, Solid Blue Sister, how are you? I am fine. Um, thank you. I was uh, invited to your show by by Eric. We had a um, uh, the the conversation um, that we had yesterday was really really good. L- last and night just, on the know, Exchange podcast, yes. Okay. And, you know, as an African-American person, um, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here listening and, you know, I'm hearing everyone sigh, you know, whatever. And even though, no, I was not around, uh, uh, you know, as a slave, but uh, yes, my my ancestors were and, you know, Native Americans, you know, um, I always say this and you guys will probably, you know, say, say that I'm wrong. When you talk about the founding fathers, the founding fathers was not George Washington or anything. The founding fathers were native, you know, um, American people because that, they well, were that, that's that's where you're incorrect. Founding fathers they, founded they, they America, the American first. government. They were here the American first. government. And okay, but, but they didn't. The but they didn't found the American government. Podfather, let her finish, time, please. I mean, if you want to talk, go ahead and talk. I'll just mute, and you can no. keep talking. No, I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to say. So please, you know, uh, so, um, you know, when you talk about the reparations, um, ex-slaves, when they were free, were promised 40 acres and, um, and, and a mule. And we never got it. That land actually was given to Europeans who who came over. And when you look at, at everything that and I'm not trying to do the woe, the, the, the woe is me. Um, but when you look at the things that African-Americans have endured um, and the fact that this country was built on the backs of s- slavery, which was needed for both the North and the South, both the North and the South benefited from slaves. Slaves were the cash crop. We were the cash crop. My great my grandfather times three is a white man who raped my great grandmother times times three. They were not married. She was a slave. You know, so when you say, you know, what what are we supposed to get or what do the Native Americans, the Native Americans, they've been been screwed over more than anyone. Their land was stolen. Their land was stolen. This is a fact. Their land was stolen from them. They were put on reservations. So when you say reparations, it's like, you know, (laughs) 
I mean, really? Well, you, you know, and then when you look at what 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 black men in terms of the experiments that were done to them, there are thousands of medical experiments that were done on black people, not just Mary black Rebuttal. men, but also black women. And you look at the the Tuskegee, you know, where you're going to, you know, inject people with syphilis over a 40 year period. Do they deserve something? I mean, huh? they don't go to white people. I'll go ahead and, when, and, and with Agent Orange, Agent Orange was tested on black people first. Uh, Solomon, so, uh, Blue Sister, I'm going to uh, allow Podfather to, to have a little response, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, for just a, a, quick, a quick rebuttal. All right. First of all, I'm not saying black people shouldn't be entitled to reparations. So let's correct that right off the bat. I'm saying if they get it, all black people should get it regardless of of how dark your skin is if you're black and your genetics you should be entitled to that secondly if your ancestors were promised reparations and and if i'm part black somewhere in my genetics too that means my ancestors were promised those same reparations and guess what we could share the same ancestors. That's quite possible. So for you to say that my ancestors aren't entitled to it, you could be very well saying that you, you're not entitled to it because your ancestors weren't entitled to it. So be careful how you word that statement. Because if we're all doing a lot of DNA tests, there weren't a lot of black people in here in America during that time. So it's going to be real highly probable that any black or any white man that has black in his DNA is going to be related to you. Okay, so I'd be all, careful I, how I you word that statement. That I'm not done. Not, I, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Hold on. I'll let you finish. i let you finish. Go ahead, Pavel. All right. So let's make that very clear. All right. Now, and if, if you're saying that my skin isn't dark enough, if I, if I truly have black in my DNA, truly do, then why aren't I entitled to some of that because my ancestors would have been promised the same thing, the same thing, the same promise made at the same time by the same people. That means my black ancestors would have also endured that same slavery, the same persecution, the, the, the same discrimination, the same hatred, the same violence. It's all the same. They wouldn't have been singled out and be like, okay, well, this black person's going to later on in life be, you know, melted into a stream of Caucasians who will end up in a white family tree. So let's treat him better. That's not how it was. If they were black, they were all treated bad. And if I have black in my DNA, that means my ancestors, my living blood ancestors, who are the reason I'm alive today, were treated just as equally bad. Now, if I'm not entitled to it, where do we draw the line? Is it the person that that only has black visible within their skin? Is that, was that where we draw the line? Well, if that's the case, then it's more of a racial issue and racial, uh, I, I guess, payments than it is true equality. Because if it comes down to ancestors, DNA will prove everything. If I have black in my DNA, we have the same ancestors, period. And lastly, the reason why Americans, uh, American Native Indians are not the founding fathers is because when the, we speak of founding fathers, we speak of the man who founded the country government of the United States of America, or America as it's shortened. But the correct term is United States of America.
The founding fathers are the ones who pinned their names to that document, which therefore, by that action, founded that country. That's why they're called founding fathers. And you can't point out one single country on this entire planet from the beginning of its creation to this very day right now that has never been infiltrated and taken over by another country before it. You can't do it. It doesn't exist. Now, I want to say a a few things because I think, you know what, Solid Blue Sister, I think you and I would probably have a lot more disagreements than the, the Podfather. The way I view it, and, you know, we might see differently on it, and that's totally 100% okay. I'm fine with that. I think the, the whole thing as far as having a dialogue about it, uh, that's the most important in my mind. Now, you're saying how they were, you're, you know, uh, they were basically promised land. I, I get the frustration, I, I, and I get all of that. But I go back to how is that in today's society, how is that my fault and why? Should I have to, I or any other American have to pay you that? Do you want me to respond or is yeah. anybody else going to say anything? Or? That was just for you. Okay. Um, first, okay. First of all, um, I don't think that um, you're, you're responsible or any other white person is. And um, also just to be clear, I never said, you know, that, um, uh, <laughs> I, I never said, you know, anything about, about, about DNA, you know, whatever, let's, let's just get that perfectly clear. I was talking about what, you know, what black people or ex-slaves were promised when, when they were free. I don't think white people should be made to be, to, um, to feel guilty. I don't think that you are responsible for what your ancestors may or may not have, have, have done. Um, I, I think that, 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 that is wrong. Um, um, I know that, um, black people will never get, you know, the, the, the reparations that, that, that they are asking for. I know that that's just not going, going, going to happen, you know? Um, but I think that when you start talking about, you know, um, uh, the reparations, most black people are referring to the whole 40 acres and a mule. That is what they refer to. So, um, you know, if anybody, you know, um, uh, feels otherwise, oh, oh, okay. And then in terms of the founding fathers, um, I get what, what you're saying, but my opinion is Native Americans were on this land first. They were here. And land was stolen from them. Bottom line, the land was stolen from Native American people. Was it stolen from them or was or were they conquered, though? Whether it's stolen or conquered, they were here first. They were here first. I mean, even even if I mean, even if if, you know, you you look at Mexico, I'm in California and I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> California used to be part of Mexico. Right. You know, now it's part of 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 America. Yes, you know, we have wars, and yes, people come um, um come come to conquer. But when you take land away from people and move them off of their land and put them on a a reservation and put and give them land that's not even worth farming or or or, or anything like that, 
That's a problem. When you take, you know, uh, people and you say, well, you all are savages and, you know, you're wearing, um, you know, your hair is too, too, too long. You need to have a, an, an American name and you, you take them out of their clothes and you think that they should wear a bustle and a, you know, a shirt and, 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 and tie because the missionaries are going to make you Christians. That is wrong. I mean, who are you to, to, to come to civilize people? You know, I mean, they're, you know, what was done to them, and I'm being, especially what, what was done, done, done to them. To me, in my opinion, it was wrong. So, so you, guys, you guys disagree with me. I disagree with you, but I do it. I respect your opinion. Right, and I respect yours, and I appreciate you coming on. And my, I, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction. So, what what is your feeling? You know uh, how we've had, you know, there's been talk about how China wants to take uh, take over Taiwan. I think China needs to remain in China. I think what China did to Hong Kong was totally effed up. Um, I think they need to just stay in their own country. You know, whatever. Um, and leave everyone else alone. You know, uh, Taiwan, just leave them alone. This is just, in my opinion, this is China trying to do another Russia, where Russia trying to 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 take over the um, the uh, Ukraine, whatever. Just stay in your own lane and let everybody else stay stay in theirs. And maybe we can just all you know move along in a more peaceable way. Oh, there you go. There's something we agree on. Uh, Jester in chat, well, I wanted to uh, make sure uh, Jester says that you all are missing the point. Reparations were promised to ancestors. Just like our Constitution was promised to all, the fact is we should not be arguing amongst ourselves. The argument should be with the government for both reasons. And I, and I agree with that 100%. Uh, it's one of those things to where, you know, individuals, and, and I think that's where people get heated on this topic. Because they're taking it personally to where an individual doesn't owe a darn thing to another person, in my opinion. Now, the government made promises to the blacks back then. Uh, the property in a mule, and they never fulfilled that. I, uh, I get that, and I understand that there's people that are pissed off about that. Uh, one thing that we all can agree on is what happened back in the days was totally fucked up. And I always like to remind people, and, and I don't know what Solid Blue Sister is going to say about this, but if you look back, the majority of the slave owners were government officials. And what I might say might sound a little off, and I'm going to preface it by saying I'm not saying that the conditions are the same as they were before. But to me, and I'll repeat this, and I've said this many times in the past on this show, that in my opinion, in a different way, but slavery never ended. It just got expanded to every single individual in this country. Like I said, it's not the same exact way that it used to be. But think about it, folks. You and I and every American in this country we bust our ass for what? To hope that we have enough money to pay the rent to put a, a roof over our head? Other than that, our government takes the rest of it. 
That's how I look at it. Now, I'm not saying it's the same because it's not. And I'm not trying to make the correlations that it's as bad as it is now as it was then because it's not from a, from a humane standpoint. But when I say that solid blue, I mean, do you kind of get where I'm trying to go with no, that? I, I, I totally get it. And I look at, you know, last night we were talking about the two-party um, system and how there, needs, how there needs to be more, you know, parties, whatever. Um, I look at the Republican Party and the Democratic Party as two of the biggest criminal enterprises in this country. So whether in my, and this is my, my, my opinion, I've, I've said it many times, there are assholes on both sides. And, you know, I um, vote blue, um, uh, but I see it as a lesser of two, two evils, but I'm still voting for an evil. So unless we have a, a government or a system that is truly fair with truly honest people, with people who are truly, you know, looking out for everyone, then we're just going to continue in this cycle. But again, there are assholes on on both sides. It's just, you know, which which oh, one I, are you choosing? And I agree 100 percent with you on that. In my vision, how I see it is both the Democrats and the Republicans, both of them, they have the same end goal. They have different routes to get there to appease their base. But at the end of the day, all they care about is money and power. And a lot of them will do anything, including taking away your personal freedoms and rights to get to it. And uh, more now, now more than any time in the history of this country, people need to stop listening to the fucking media that is basically trying to make race wars out there and make everything about race. 99.9% of the issues that occur in society have nothing to do about race. And it's sad that they love to utilize these issues just like they love to utilize kids to advance agendas. People need to see beyond that. They need to start being involved in their communities, working with their neighbors, knowing who the hell your damn neighbor is. Half of the people in America probably don't even know what the name of their next door neighbor is. That's where we are falling and failing miserably in this society because as a community, as a society, we as a people in this country have more power than them fuckers in Washington. And that's all I have to say. I mean, I think you at, at certain points in, in life, and this is where I get upset, because if you can let go of the past, I'm, I did not say forget the past, because it's always important to know what happened in your history before you repeat it. And it, it seems like the agenda right now is to try to divide this country and get it back to how it used to be. Divide the races up, have them go at each other. Bullshit. Don't pay attention to it. Don't listen to it. You, it's, 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 it's crazy right now. Now more than ever is race being utilized in media at least once every other day, it seems like. But if you can let go of the past and people can try to understand Look, 
We're all in this together. We all need to bust our ass, achieve what we can for ourselves. In addition, helping out your friends and your neighbors in the time of need. Stop relying on government. That's, that's where the problem is. Too many people have the ear of government officials for the wrong thing. Instead of relying on others in your communities and stuff like that, we're in a time to where it seems like everyone has, everyone feels that they are owed something. And I'm not talking about one specific community. You look all across the board. There's going to be racists of every color, every sex, all across this nation. Unfortunately, as, as, as much as it sucks, it's never going to go away. But we can deal with it as it comes. But the one thing that should be consistent is that you and your neighbors in your communities and societies should always have the respect for one another and be looking out for each other. Unless that comes to fruition, it's not going to get better, folks. As much as we could do together as a nation without government, it's, it would be, you know, I think there's no, there's no limitations on what we could do. But unfortunately, we have to deal with the fucking news media wanting to make, you know, people go against each other, spike their ratings so they can continue making revenue. It's not as bad. I mean, my God, it's, it, if you were to watching the news last summer, you'd think there was a fucking burning building on every street in America. But there wasn't. Just like what happened in the Capitol on January 6th. You'd think fucking hundreds of people got murdered the way they're talking about it. You'd think it was worse than 9-11. No, it's not. But at the same time, we continue to need to hold people accountable just for the pure and simple fact we have convicted a police officer for murdering someone on the street in a traffic stop, and yet another cop murders an unarmed female at the Capitol, but they're not held accountable. People should be just as pissed off in the second situation as they were in the first. And until that time comes in this country, things will not get better, folks. It's all about people, Americans, standing together, uniting with each other, and stop listening to the hyperbole that is being fed through the government into the media. They're in cahoots. Haven't you noticed? Anyways, I'm going to digress if anybody else wants to. Producer Eric, if you want to talk on something, or uh, Podfather or Solid Blue Sister, uh, any comments of what I said? I know we probably have about another like 10 or 15 more minutes before Podbean kicks you off. Yes, that is it. Uh, James, uh, Jester says, James, remember the, how the media would demonize the gays uh, until it was vastly unexpected by the public. Now the tables have turned around. Hate crimes against LGBT bring ratings. You're 100% right. And, you know, and, and I, I, <laughs> I, I'm gay, okay? And I still, me personally, I have issues with, you know, the whole LGBTQ, LMNOF category that, you know, there's, it's one thing to be treated as an equal. It's another 
to say, well, look, we've been affected for so many years. Now we get extra privileges. No, no, you don't. You get, you get to be treated exactly how every fucking person else in this country is treated. You don't get special privileges because you like to take the D where the B is. Just saying. And, and, and I go back to that uh, with, what is it, in the colleges? Um, God, what is it? I always forget the name of it. Um, basically, where they have mandates as far as how many percentages of different ethnicities are needed. Um, what's that called? Oh, God. Affirmative action, status quo, yes. what, what have affirmative you? Affirmative action. Yeah, affirmative action. Talk about something that's racist. Um, how can you tell a college that you need to have a certain percentage of this ethnicity, that ethnicity, and that ethnicity? You could be getting a D in all of your high school classes, but you know what? Come on board because you're of a certain ethnicity. You, you deserve to be here. Bullshit. It needs to go back to the times to where you earn, you deserve what you earn. Not because you're a certain color, you're... You're, you're identifying as a fucking gay frog or whatever else it is that they're going to come up with. It has nothing to do with how you identify and what the color of your skin is, if you have a hoo-ha-ha or what. What matters is what your abilities are and what you can achieve. That's it. Otherwise, that's, that's what your, the educational system should be based on. It has nothing to do with anything else. How are you doing scholastically? I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm telling you how I feel about it. Uh, it, it, it amazes me how, and it has nothing to do with certain uh, organizations that quote unquote are, you know, LGBT. I mean, we'll, I'll even say, you know, the NRA or any other organization. They all expect special privileges. And, you know, in the last year and a half to two years, it's not about equality anymore. It's, it's about what they're utilizing the term as equity. Well, you know what, folks? If you want to talk about equity, I see broke-ass people all across this country. I see black, white, Asian. I see all types of ethnicities. I see ghettos of all sorts. Not one ethnicity is worse off than the other. There's low-income families all across this country. But you know what? Uh, in my opinion, a lot of it has to do with a lot of, the, a lot of the kids growing up that get involved in crime. Take a look at what the statistics are in you know, single-parent families. And I'm not putting the blame... On anywhere, I'm just telling you this, you know, basically you're better off. You have a better chance in life with two parents rather than one. And I'm telling you this as I came from a, a single uh, parent household. I grew up with my mother. If I had both a mother and father, hell, who knows? May I, would, <laughs> may I be on uh, MSLSD instead of Podbean? But who knows? I don't, I don't dwell on it. I still, no matter what, you do what you can and you go where life takes you and you bust your ass while you're in the process. 
am I going to ever have a multi-million dollar home or multi, you know, be making millions of dollars a year? Probably not. I guess you could, I could go back to those people and say, I guess I don't really have the white privilege that they all talk about. But you know what I do have? I have the dignity that I know that I bust my ass off and anything and everything that I own, I work for. And I'm proud of that. And just because you might not ever be able to go buy a a million dollar home or a $500,000 home or whatever it is, the important thing is, is you strive to do your fucking best and you treat people with respect. Obviously, once in a while, you know, I get pissed off on the freeway and someone cuts me off and I might curse a little bit, but you know, it happens. I don't go and shoot them, (laughs) but I don't know. I just, I just think that people, instead of focusing on the, I should have had this, I'm owed that. Focus on what you do have. Focus on where you can go and what you can do for yourself. I think the world and more importantly, our society and our, and our country and our neighborhoods and our communities would be a hell of a lot better off if we all looked at life that way. You don't have to you don't have to have shit tons of cash to have a happy life. I know that. I don't have that. I have a happy life, but hey, that's because Big Sexy cooks me dinner every night. Uh, Squirrel Seth says, and work hard for what you want, but we can't always get what we want. Well, that's just life, though, Squirrel. We, we, we can't always have what we want. But you know what? We can work damn hard and try to achieve it. And I kind of bring up this. Think of yourself. I don't know if anybody's a ga- gambler or not. But if you were a gambler, and say you had a gambling addiction, right? If you went to the casino every night of the, every single day, and you won every single time, keep in mind you have a gambling addiction. It has nothing to do if you're if you're an addict, you have no care in the world whether you're losing or winning money, because the addiction is the high when you win, because most often you lose. So how I'm trying to come across is if you did have all the money in the world, just at your random, you know, you could spend a couple hundred bucks on this, a couple hundred dollars here, a thousand bucks here. That's not going to make you happy. You might get what you want, but the tangible things in life are not going to be going under the ground with you at the end of the day. That's what's going to bring you happiness. Take the time, you know, during the holidays uh, as, as we're gone, probably, you know, on a regular basis till the beginning of the year. Take the time and think about it. What is it that makes, that's going to make you happy? It's not, money's not going to make you happy. Money's going to, money's going to get you through life. Podfather says, I've been sleeping in a car broke and private beach vacation wealthy. I'll take private beach vacation any day. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I definitely would too. Um, let's see what else. Anyways, I, I do want to go back to uh, Solid Blue Sister Podfather for some final words. We're going to wrap things up. Um, Solid Blue Sister, I'll let you go first. I just want to say, uh, you know, I agree to, to disagree and I respect what, what everyone says. That's it. All right. Well, thanks for coming on tonight. I <laughs> hope you have a wonderful 
rest of your evening. And uh, since I won't be on, I hope you have a happy holiday. And uh, Podfather, I'm out of out of breath and thoughts for the year. <laughs> hey, that's me, man. I told you I was going to get things riled up. But, you know, that is the tagline of my podcast. If you're not triggered, you're not listening. I like it. When can people... When can people listen to you on your show there, Podfather? Um, I'm actually getting into doing more of the lives. I was doing some pre-recorded shows for um, what was supposed to be this news company coming up, the independent news company coming up, um, and they just just kind of fell off and decided not to be doing the, you know their news, and so now I'm just kind of on my own. But I am going to look and start doing more of the unscripted type shows. I'm finding that I really enjoy those. Very cool. Well, catch. Uh, make sure you be on the lookout of on Podbean for the Podfather. And uh, if you like, uh, gosh, if you like shit getting riled up, make sure you tune into him. But I do appreciate you bringing. I appreciate uh, that. Bringing the topic on tonight, and uh, um, you know, it's it's always good to get different perspectives, and we're not always going to agree on things in life. And tonight was a perfect example. But at the end of the day, what's most important is uh, we can agree to disagree and move on. So I think that's the most important. Bruce and Eric, final thoughts for tonight, my friend. Well, I know that since since your show is going to probably be off for at least a couple of weeks, um, except for maybe like a surprise pop-up show, um, I know friends of the Slightly Serious Show are certainly invited to check out like the Podfather show as well as Solid Blue Sister whenever they do shows and then other shows we proudly support include the It's Doomsday podcast with Jester, as well as the Old Man's podcast with Dean, Joe, and Eric. That's mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern time, and Fridays, 11 p.m. Eastern time. And then the Ralph William podcast is also on mornings. And you've also got the John DeVito show, the John Gill program, and Slack Ready 2 Alpha, and The Swap Doesn't Lie, and as well as the Beans and Weenie show, and Chucky Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea, and Linga Longa, and you know, and we've got Milk Dog and Pink Squirrel, Lara and Lou and Robert and Elgato of the Homeboy 88 podcast and, and um, you know, and many more great podcast friends like Real Patriots Voice and, and Freedom Warrior, No Filter Radio and Real Conservative Talk in the Gray Area and and even our other friend, Lady Me, you know. Oh, and yes. Gotta love the Lady of the Me. Jimmy with Pirate Radio Podcast and... You know, and, and you're certain to find a good podcast show that might be up your alley here on Podbean. But we hope everybody had a really blessed Thanksgiving holiday this year. And we certainly want to wish everybody many blessings on the Christmas, Hanukkah, and New Year's holidays coming up as well. That we do. Definitely. Uh, I hope everyone has a very safe holiday season this year. We'll do a couple pop-ups throughout uh, the month of December. I just don't want And, of course, um, you and Pert, we've got y'all's appointments on December 1st and December 2nd to come to the Old Man's Podcast for a birthday serenade. Oh, yeah. We definitely will be there. I promise you that. Um, and then I know Laura's got to be there on the 15th, and Mike Tampa Bay's got to be there on the 17th. Well, we will be there, and we definitely will see, be seeing you guys around. Uh, it's been a, a fantastic blast about, I don't know, almost, what, a year and a half uh, without a you know, long-term break. But uh, we will be safe, and uh, I hope you guys will as well. And uh, know that we, we love you, and we appreciate you tuning in. We'll get back into a new studio in Las Vegas here in the upcoming new year. And... Take care of each other, and uh, we'll see you soon. 
Sí, lo so que luce, luce, una estancia cuando manca el sol. Se no ci sei tu, con me, con me, sí. Le finestre mostra a tutti il mio cuore que acceso, chiudi dentro a me la luce que ha incontrato per strada Sogno all'orizzonte manca le parole Io sì lo so che sei con me, con me Tu mia luna, tu sei qui con me Mio sole, tu sei qui con me, 